0: Welcome to At Peace Within. I'm Kelsey, holistic life coach and intuitive healer for empath entrepreneurs and creators. This podcast is all about the journey of healing, self-discovery and growth we must take to prosper and thrive in life, mind, body and spirit. One of my gifts is helping people create internal worlds so healthy and so happy Thriving in their lives and businesses becomes the natural byproduct. This podcast is here to help you do just that. I want to help you discover the incredible power that lies in healing your internal world. Because when you do, you discover the truest and freest version of yourself. So if it's time to break free from your self-assigned limitations, come home to your truth, and remember just how powerful you already are, then this podcast is for you. The name of this podcast is a reminder to myself and to listeners that inner peace is the one true goal we all have. It's the goal behind every other goal. It's what we're all looking for. Because when you are at peace within, that's when you are truly boundless and free. And life feels like magic. So thank you for listening. It's an honor to have you here. Enjoy the show. Oh my God, you guys, I'm so excited for you to hear this episode. So this podcast episode is super special because it's the very first episode with a guest and it's with someone who is not only such a dear friend of mine but someone who is truly inspiring truly walks his talk. He has always inspired me. His name is David Weber. He is an incredible healer, coach, mentor, And the way he explains things is so straightforward and simple. It's just mind-blowing. And he describes himself as someone who just wants to live his life in the best way possible, happy on his own terms, and with a purpose, just like you, just like me, just like everyone. However, for decades, his life could not have been farther from that. So after struggling with OCD, bad anxiety, ADHD, feelings of unworthiness, total lack of purpose, David set out to improve the quality of his life and that all began with his state of mind. So in this episode, you're going to learn exactly how David has totally conquered and overcome his mental illnesses and how he went from all that to someone who is now thriving and flourishing and one of David's biggest epiphanies that he gained from this journey is the moment someone changes their perception of themselves and the world around them is the moment that their lives change for good and so he now helps others create that change within themselves. So in this episode we dive into everything from fear, how to manage negative thoughts, and the power of mindfulness. I would say largely the theme of this episode is how to take your power back with mindfulness. This is so amazing. I'm so glad that this episode is is a thing, like it happened and it's now out there for everyone to listen to because it's so important. So why mindfulness is the key to your success? And the key to living the life you desire, and why it's not something to be discounted. So, here we go. Enjoy the episode. David, it's so good to talk to you. So, just for context for listeners, um, you and I first met, I think, like three years ago now at a conference. Mm-hmm. For personal development and digital marketing when I was learning how to start an online business and you were already an entrepreneur for a while and I remember your level of personal development and your dedication to your growth and to your practice has always inspired me so I'd love to um, if we can first talk about your story a little bit about your background and your why for creating a better life for yourself like your why for your personal development
1: yeah so hello i'm david weber and like she said we met uh, at an event that was a lot about digital marketing and mindset you know and mindset and like running a business or entrepreneurship they go hand in hand um so we were at an event and i got started my online business in 2013. And my why for that was just because I wasn't living the life that I knew that I could be living. So, you know, I was waking up and I just wasn't excited about the things that were were happening. Um, At the time, I was a restaurant and bar manager and I had a boss that was very, very mean to me. I was just working hours. I didn't want to work. And, you know, most people, I think, are living lives like that. They're just not 100 percent on their terms, and I decided to do something about it, um, mainly because I knew that if i didn't do something about it, I would regret it like crazy and I was always able to sort of just picture myself like at the end of my life old, not able to do the things that I can do now, and you know not not able to travel and do all of these amazing things and I just knew that like, if I reached that point in my life i would not be happy if I didn't sort of take a leap of faith and try some new things and try to get my life on my own terms. So that's how I got started. That's why I got started in online business. And what happened was after I got good at online business, I started to help other parents. I'm a, I'm a father um, and I wanted to help them be able to work for themselves so that they could live their lives on their own term. And that sort of brought way more purpose into my life. You know, I had a major purpose of being at home with my son, watching him grow up and just being an influence in his life. That was a big purpose for me. And once I did that, another purpose was to be able to sort of spread that ability all around the world. And I was working online. So I was able to reach people literally in all different continents. Yeah. And then what, what happened, though, was I struggled a lot with mindset when I first started. So I really dug deep into mindset. And that's sort of just been my main focus now. I'm no longer mentoring people online. I'm just like always working on myself, always helping others work on themselves. Very similar to you.
0: Yeah, so if we can just dig deeper and pause for a minute because that is so powerful. Like back to what you were saying when you, so you weren't living a life that was aligned at all. And there was this voice within you, right? This part of yourself that knew that you weren't living how you were meant to be living, right? And so what exactly about that life was not aligned and what was that kind of pain or, yeah, and discomfort that that then pushed you to actually move, to, to take action, to make a move?
1: So as you know, people sort of, we have emotions and our negative emotions to me, they're indicators that something's not right. So when I was waking up and like, you know, I, w- I went to Penn State for college and I graduated from hospitality management. So I went into restaurants and bars and stuff like that, which is hospitality and, you know, things are aligning in that way. But like, even when I was in college, I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. So I sort of like took, I took a guess. I was like, well, maybe I wanna own a bar and a nightclub um, because I like going to nightclubs and bars.
0: So many of us exactly like totally guessing because we're not, our soul isn't open and we're completely shut down energetically and just kind of letting society dictate these big life decisions. So yeah, keep going.
1: Yeah. And I don't even drink now so it's like you know what like could you imagine if i owned the bar and nightclub i didn't even like alcohol like i don't like alcohol but yeah there was just like this misalignment with who i bu- who i knew i could be and like you know my full potential and who i was and what i knew i could be doing and what i was doing there was a, mis- a mismatch there and like you know just waking up every day and not wanting to go to my job is the indicator to me that's saying, then you should be doing something else. So find out what that is.
0: Mm -hmm. And this is so common. And what is such a trip and is so mind blowing to me is that people, I'm sure there are so many people who can relate to this right now, right? This is so common. And yet some people will still choose to not listen to that voice and not explore what they're really made for. And so what do you think was it for you that really gave you that drive and like, you know, I, I love to say event like the pain of staying the same eventually outgrows and gets bigger than any discomfort of staying the same, right? Because staying the same can be really comfortable and easy, but sooner or later, that's going to become more painful than, than the change is going to be.
1: Yeah, what a lot of people don't know is that when they, when they want to do something different in their life, which means that they need to go into the unknown, right, they need to take new actions, they need to learn new things, they need to create new results, they're going into the unknown, what people see when they're at that spot in their life is that they see something scary, they see something that's unfamiliar to them, right? They, they'd rather just do the same old, same old thing, day after day, same schedule, same boss, same employees around them, same paycheck coming in, stuff like that. What people don't understand is that that unknown that they see, the place where they want to go, it might be scary, but the moment that you start moving towards that unknown and that scary thing you actually find out that it's not scary and it's completely, you're, you're completely fine on the other side. And a lot of times there's people need to take a leap of faith, like how I had to take a leap of faith to get started in my online business and to start the company that I have now. I had to take leaps of faith. Mm-hmm. And before you take that leap, it's scary. It's like you're moving into this whole other territory of your life. But what people don't see is that once you take that leap on the other side is is a journey. It's a journey of progress, a journey of self-growth, a journey where you can visualize what you want and you can actually go out and create it. So that scary thing that people saw for so long, it's not scary, it's beautiful. Yeah, And it's something to move towards.
0: Absolutely, and that initial fear, it's like people think, well, oh, that's scary. So that means like, no, I shouldn't do it. But in fact, it's the opposite. And it's like, follow that fear. You know, you can be 100% committed and scared shitless at the same time. It's not like you, you don't have to be scared. Like if you wait for that fear to just disappear, then you're going to be waiting forever. And like you said, you're going to wake up one day at the end of your life with like so many fucking regrets because you let fear stop you. Like, everyone has fear. Everyone, you know, our brain is wired for evolution. And so we have fight or flight and we have fear. And that's no reason to, you know, not align yourself and your life with your truth. Because, like, what is the point, you know? And so you are not meant, like, we are not meant to be struggling and just living paycheck, paycheck to paycheck or even if you're not and you're doing really well financially but there are other areas of your life that are just not your truth like it's gonna take taking that leap of faith which is why I love that you said that and like yeah you're gonna have to go into the unknown but that's life and life is always gonna be life so it's like don't let your fear stop you
1: Yeah, some people sort of act like they're going to live forever, forever. and it's like good to put it into perspective that you're not, and it's okay to visualize yourself, even if it's just for 30 seconds or a minute, visualize yourself at the end of your life, thinking back to your decisions that you're making right now in the present moment, and some people are afraid of that unknown, and I am too right? Everybody, we all, that's just how our minds work. Like you said, it's just our minds are here, they're there to keep us safe, to keep us alive. And the fear is okay. But what do you do with that fear? Do you allow it to stop you? Or do you become courageous and you move past it? And that's how courage is built. It's by mm-hmm. doing something despite the fear. Yeah. So Absolutely. doing that, being courageous, that's how you're going to start to build your confidence. And people see other people in these like crazy life paths building huge businesses and stuff. And they're like, Oh, I'm not like that. Like Mm -hmm. this person has no fear. Like this person is scared shitless every single day. Yeah, There's so much (laughs) riding on them, Yeah, but they do it despite the fear. Why? Because they have one life to live and they're not going to allow fear, which is just these negative thoughts that's popping in their head and the associated emotion. That's all fear is. They're not going to allow that to stop them from pursuing their dreams.
0: Absolutely. I love that. And it's like, yeah, going back to what you said about the taking the action is what builds your confidence and your courage, because every time that you prove to yourself, like this isn't about proving to anyone else or what anyone else thinks, it's every time you can prove it to yourself by taking a step of action, even if it's like a small step, but it's super aligned and it's in the direction that you know you want to go in. You just, you prove to yourself how capable you are. You reach a whole nother level of self-trust and integrity within yourself. Like keeping those promises that you make to yourself and actually, you know, every time you make a promise to yourself or you make a decision, like I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, and then you fucking do it that it just it's like that is what builds your confidence confidence is a skill it's it's a muscle it can be developed it's not like you either have it or you don't like you're born with it or you're not like you know your eye color or your shoe size you know confidence is a skill and feeling that fear and doing it anyway that's also a skill you know the first time that you you really. Do something that scares you, like it feels like holy shit, like and you're just terrified. But every time you do that, and not to say that you're never gonna have fear because we're always gonna have fear, but yeah, it, you can get better and better at not letting that fear stop you.
1: Yeah, I was on a call yesterday and we compared it to you know, whether it's just jumping off of a high dive into a pool, like you know, you're gonna be okay like don't belly flop right don't do anything stupid yeah. but like if you're just going to like pencil dive or cannonball in off of a high dive it's going to be scary but you know you're going to be okay and the first time that you ever jump off of a high dive like and you realize that you're completely fine once you do it the second time's going to be way easier sure there might still be some fear right but the second time's going to be easier and same thing with this is why adrenaline junkies are jumping out of planes and then They do it so often that it doesn't get their adrenaline up because that fear is just gone. They know that they're gonna be okay. Like they want their adrenaline to go. And the only way that it's gonna go is because they're scared and they do it anyways. So then they start like wing gliding and doing all of this other crazy stuff to pump up that adrenaline. Some people sort of just go after it and even seek that fear.
0: Yeah, like seek discomfort. Have you ever heard of that? It's called Yes Theory, the YouTube channel.
1: Yes. Yep.
0: Yeah, I love them. I think actually it might have been you. Now that I think of this, this is so crazy. It was you who first introduced me to them because you sent me that Wim Hof documentary that they did together. Mm-hmm. That's when I yep. discovered Yes Theory. Holy shit, yeah. I completely forgot about that. <laughs> so cool. Yeah, after that, I totally binge-watched all of their videos. I love them so much. Their whole thing is seek discomfort because it helps you grow, yeah. it helps you feel strong and who doesn't want to feel strong and confident and like they can do anything. And the way that you do that is by feeling the fear and doing it anyway, taking the action anyway. So- yeah,
1: it's sort of like this. Some people think that the strength needs to come before overcoming that fear but what actually happens is when you just go ahead and you just build up some courage and do something that you're that's different that you were originally afraid of that's when that's when you really start to develop yourself like the the confidence doesn't need to come before it you build your confidence by doing it
0: absolutely and it's like no matter what you're either going to succeed or you're going to survive you know you're it's not like failure and rejection and whatever, like, if it doesn't work out, you're still going to survive, you're still going to be fine. You know, it's the ego's job to make us feel like we are going to die if we try something new. But that's just the ego, that's not reality. So I'd love to get into um, what have been, you know, your most important steps in your or the most defining moments, if you can think of any of your healing and personal development journey and building this confidence, like are there any moments that you can think of that have been really like major turning points for you along this journey?
1: I think that the, the first leap of faith is always the one that sets you on a new path of growth. Right. And then with that growth, you just every day you start to build yourself up into, you know, for me into the person that I am today, every single day doing something. But if I didn't make a decision at first to get started in my own business and I just said, you know what, I'm just going to play it safe. I'm just going to continue to be an employee and I'm going to stick with what I know. Like if I didn't do that, then where's the potential for growth? Like you've got to do something new that sort of helps you set, you set yourself up on a path. And one of the main things that happens when you get into entrepreneurship is that things, all of the results that you're going to create all ride on you. So because everything, every single result that I want to create, the course I want to create, the impact I want to have on people, the results I want to help people create, All of it rides on me. Like, people need to create their own results and stuff, but I'm the one who's going to guide them so that they can create it. Everything rides on me. My income rides on me. The leads I generate per day ride on me. Everything. And when everything rides on you, then like every day when you wake up, you've got a decision to make. And it's am I going to regress? Like, am I going to mess up and slow down my progress and stop it and actually backtrack? Am I going to remain stagnant or am I going to progress? Am I going to improve? Am I going to try to reach this higher goal that I have? And every day you wake up when you're on this unique path, that's your life. You've got the same opportunity. Everybody does. So when that's like in your hands and that's in your power, then you just need to make a decision. And, really you know so so the first thing is getting getting started with something overcoming that fear understanding that you're not going to be confident and then build up your confidence and then do the fearful thing it's you're going to do the fearful fa- fearful thing despite being scared shitless and then you're going to be confident Very and yeah. it's just yeah. how it is
0: yeah and this is also how we overcome and transcend our limiting beliefs as well because People think that in order to start a business, in order to grow, in order to do X, Y, and Z, they need to be healed first and they need to have no limiting beliefs first. And it's like, no, actually the way that you heal from your limiting beliefs is through the same process of taking action like the version of you who doesn't have those limiting beliefs, what would they do and how would they think and how would they act? And embody that and it's literally a choice and then over time you know with repetition and consistency and discipline there it's just like you know we all have weeds and flowers right in our inner garden and it's like which are you going to choose to water every day if you're watering those flowers every single day and you're literally repeating these new affirmations and I am statements and beliefs and things about yourself in your life that you want to to be true, that those flowers eventually are going to be so huge and take over your whole garden. And it's like, you're going to love to spend time in there. You know, the reason why people struggle with their mindset is because it's like, they've let the weeds totally um, take over, and it's a fucking mess in there, and it's, like, they're driving themselves crazy, of course, you don't want to, like, you don't feel at home within yourself, you can't even, like, sit and be in this present moment, because all those fucking weeds, right, and, like, the reason why these weeds are going so crazy all over the place is also because of your judgment and resentment towards them, and your shame, so it's, like, once you can really take like a good hard look at yourself and admit, holy shit, like, I'm, I've am i been the problem and this is on me and this is my responsibility. And it's nothing to be embarrassed about. Like, I just, you know, you just didn't know what you know now, you didn't know then. So it's like, there's no point in, you know, beating yourself up or getting yourself down for where you've been. It's like, I never ever, like I always tell clients like never, you know, be upset with your past versions, right? Like talk to them as if you're talking about your best friend. Like don't you dare talk to, talk to her like that. Like she's not weak, like she pulled herself out and that takes a fucking badass to, to choose to survive. Anything that happened in your past, not only survive, but then choose to thrive. Like that takes such a fucking badass And this is so amazing because it's like there's so much, um, you know, it's like a mirror. Everything that you're saying, I just relate to so much. And so I would like to also ask you um, what would you say to someone who is struggling with their mindset, struggling with their spiritual journey? Like, what would be your advice?
1: So we can talk about my approach to all of this and let me let me backtrack just a little bit to my back to part of my story you know i talked about i got started an online business and stuff but before that for ever since i can remember i was struggling with obsessive compulsive disorder and anxiety and adhd so i always had a super active mind that had a lot of negativity in it that had a lot of very powerful negative emotions very, very, very powerful. And it was pretty much constant all throughout the day. So you're talking about like weeds and stuff and people talking bad about themselves and thinking negative things and not feeling good. Like that was me, like 100%. It was horrible. You know, I felt unworthy. I felt like I didn't have a purpose. And like I just said, I got into college. I felt like I didn't have a purpose. I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. Same. So I had these weeds. Yeah. <clears throat> and It was just basically like torment, you know, it was, it was hellish in my mind. Uh, It was very, it was not a fun place to be with all of those active thoughts going on. Um, And then what really set me on a new path to be able to work on these mental illnesses that I was experiencing, which is just activity in my brain. You know, you can put labels on them and stuff, whatever. I actually don't like doing that, but I like saying OCD and anxiety so that people understand what I'm talking about. But it's just activity in my brain. Yeah. And when I got onto this new journey of online business and stuff and having my results dependent on me, I understood that I had to get control over this stuff. I had to get control over this mental activity—they're just neurons firing in my mind—that's having me think up these thoughts, and then chemicals are being released in my brain, and I'm feeling negative emotions. That's all that's going on, you know. It, like, no, there's no need to overcomplicate this stuff. It's actually yeah. really simple. Okay. And I, yes, yeah, so I realized that, and I was like, I, I started to do things to to work that out, to figure it out, and what I started doing was I I learned mindfulness and I learned how to just sit and not do anything and have my phone off. And whether it was guided mindfulness audios or whether it was me just sitting there with my thoughts, I learned how to stop resisting them. I learned how to stop playing along with them. So when I had a negative thought pop up, I could, instead of thinking that that thought was real and that was me and like, I'm thinking it or something, just becoming aware of the thought. And when I was becoming aware of the thought, I would just notice I'd have my eyes closed and, you know, I'd experience just a little bit of calmness and all of a sudden a negative thought would pop up and I've just got my eyes closed and I would just notice it. And when you just notice a thought and then you pay attention to what happens with that thought, once you notice it, you'll notice that it just, it just goes away. Yeah. And what happens with most people, this is how anxiety attacks come up. This is why my OCD and anxiety was so bad it's because I wasn't aware of these thoughts, these unconscious thoughts that were coming up. I wasn't conscious of them. I was living my life very unconsciously with my subconscious mind just going crazy and thinking all the time. And that was my life. Like it was, that's how most people live. Most people live unconsciously. The thing is, when you sit down and you learn mindfulness, you become, you become conscious of your unconscious thoughts. And when you do that, you notice that these thoughts don't have an impact on you. Right. If you're just aware of them, they just dissipate. And that negative emotion, you might feel it a little bit, but it just stopped because you're not feeding it with more and more thoughts because you're the consciousness of those thoughts.
0: Right. You are not your thought. You are separate from that thought and it's a choice whether or not to listen to it whether or not to feed that and and feed it and give it power and you can literally choose a new thought and you can observe it and notice it and like i love what you said about mindfulness because that was you know one of the biggest um transitioning points for me as well and it was when i first became an entrepreneur you know around the time we met was when I started my personal development journey like really mindfully and intentionally uh, starting to work on myself and to improve myself. And a huge part of that was meditation and mindfulness and learning to observe and notice what was going on inside and really repair that relationship that I had with myself. And when you do that, it's just like, Self-love is so freaking powerful. And yeah, I'd love for you to keep going and continue with yeah. what you're saying.
1: So then to to answer the question of like what somebody should do if they're struggling right now, or if they're just getting started with, with personal development or just working on themselves so that they can step into their power and get on the journey that they want. I recommend everybody to sit down. For at least thirty minutes, you can sit on a couch, just wherever you're comfy, and sit upright, and just have your back straight and your your shoulders back, and you can sit cross-legged, you can sit regular, just put your hands on your on your knees or whatever, and just close your eyes and just sit there for at least thirty minutes. I'd say an hour, and it's going to be one of the most powerful things that you ever do, and it's going to be in the very beginning. In the very beginning, it's going to feel really weird because your mind is going to be very very active and mm-hmm. your mind's going to tell yourself that this is stupid and that nothing's coming out of it and that you have things to do and that this is a waste of time and you're going to say and I recommend not moving a muscle too so you're going to have an itch you're going to feel a little bit uncomfortable you're going to start feeling a little bit of maybe pain in your lower back whatever it is you're going to be become aware of everything that's going on with you and there's your mind, I call it your ancient mind. And this is like your ego, right? Your ego is going to pull every single trick in the book to get you to stop sitting down. Mm-hmm. The thing is, and this, th- th- what people need to get past is that this, these thoughts that's going to be going in their mind, it's going to be telling you to stop. It's going to be telling you to move. It's going to be telling you to open up your eyes. It's going to be telling you that you need to check your phone. And you're gonna be thinking all of these thoughts very, very, very constantly. And it's gonna try to trick you to actually do something. It's gonna try to say, hey, you have things to do. This is dumb. You're not getting a result. It's been 20 minutes. You need to stop. You have important stuff to do. Let's do that instead. It's gonna try to say that. It's gonna sound very, very real. It's gonna sound very, very convincing. And you're gonna wanna get up. The magic starts when that is, is happening and you're experiencing that voice in your head. The magic starts when you don't do a thing and you just continue to sit there and you just acknowledge it and you just continue to sit there doing nothing. It's the simplest thing to do, to sit there and to do nothing. It's also one of the most difficult things to do. Yeah, It's simple, but difficult because your, your mind is going to try to trick you. But if you move past that tricking, if you just sit you're gonna get to a point to where you're gonna be the awareness of your thoughts and you will disconnect yourself from your thoughts. And once you disconnect yourself from your thoughts, you can become the awareness of your thoughts. And when you're the awareness of your thoughts, you are consciousness. And when you're consciousness, when you're going throughout your day and you're thinking all of these random thoughts, because you're conscious of those unconscious thoughts they don't have the same impact on you as they would have before. And there's been so many occasions where I was walking to the gym, whatever was going on, and I was feeling fine, everything was good, and all of a sudden, some negative thoughts popped into my mind, and I felt negative emotions, but I was the awareness of my thoughts. I was consciousness, because I practiced this so much, and those thoughts just stopped completely. I caught them right where they were. I became aware of them. The emotions were set aside, and I was just like... I don't need to think about this right now. That's silly because I was the awareness of them. But if you're just going to stay unconscious, then those thoughts are just going to spiral out of control and you're going to be negative and it's going to mess up your entire day. the most successful people in the world are on top of their thoughts like that. They can guide their awareness.
0: Absolutely. This is so, so powerful. And I'm so glad That you just went through that for people because it's so important to understand that like okay where do your emotions come from they come from the thoughts right thoughts emotions and then what comes after the emotion is either an action or a lack thereof right some sort of habit or action that you're going to take or not take and then what comes from that is your results the results that you get and then it's just a constant feedback loop after your results. It's like you either reaffirm that same belief about yourself or you create a new one. And so if you can catch those thoughts, if you can become self-aware enough where you're noticing and observing the thoughts going on, and it's not like you have to be perfect, like we're human. It's not like thoughts are the enemy. You have to stop your thoughts. And, you know, asking yourself to stop thinking is kind of like asking your your heart to stop beating you know it's just going but the the trick here is to choose which thoughts to give power to and which thoughts to starve and I love that you said you know the most successful people in the world do this and they're masters at it because your thoughts dictate your emotions which dictate what you do or don't do which dictate your results which it it's everything, it dictates everything. So I love that. That's such a huge nugget. Thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else about that that you'd like to mention?
1: Um, yeah, that that's what I just said. Doing that is the beginning point and it's part of a daily thing. Like I don't sit down for an hour every single day, but I do some sort of mindfulness, some sort of meditation every day because if you don't well i mean i'm 31 so i have i have you know if i've been doing online business for like 6 years or so you know i have 25 years of this conditioning built up in me of not being mindful of having ocd and having anxious thoughts all the time like if anybody's struggling with anxiety or ocd like know that this is how i'm overcoming it and how like i don't struggle with it anymore like i'm i'm Totally fine. I'm living my life how I want to live it, and I took back the power. I took back the power literally by what I just said, by that mindfulness. And yes. it's the most simplest thing. And some people might discount it because it is simple, but it's like you've never done that before. It's yeah, it's incredibly powerful. It's,
0: and the, it's the just, most simple. Sorry,
1: yeah. It's it's just an everyday thing. Yeah. Like, You can't just think that you do it once and then you're like, okay, cool. You know, I became aware of my thoughts, so I'm good. And then you just go off for an entire month not doing it. It's like, no, this is a skill. And trust me, when you get good at this skill, you will, I mean, me, coming from me, this should say that anybody can be able to do this. Somebody who had negative thoughts running through his mind 24-7, right, with my OCD I've had just minutes pass by of me just sitting in a chair with zero thoughts running through my head just sitting and observing literally just 100% in the present moment N- nothing there's no such thing as past there's no such thing as future the only thing that's happening is right now there's no thoughts about money or about business or about what people think about me or what I should do 100% presence right
0: there's, you're completely it's out bliss. of your head and in your body. And when you're in your body and out of your head, it means simply just means that you are present. It's this presence, this awareness of the now. Like when you're completely present in this moment, and I, you know, just totally dropped in again and can really feel this right now. And I just like phew, got so many goosebumps because it means you're in your body, it means that you're feeling everything that's going on, you're aware, and you're not stuck in a cycle in your head. And when you're present, it means also that your fight or flight response is not switched on, which means your immune system is switched on, is working, because when you're stuck in your head and you're in fight or flight, it's like all of the blood goes to your extremities. You have no more blood in your internal organs. Your immune system cannot do what It's supposed to be doing. Like, your immune system does not care about fighting that infection or that bacteria or repairing those cells. Like, it's like, fuck that. Like, all hands on deck. Like, we have to fucking either run or fight. So, like, all of the blood needs to go in the limbs and the arms. And so, when the immune system is off, it's like, that's why people get sick, right? And when you're, you can literally cure anything. It doesn't matter what the illnesses or the diseases or the ailment. Like it's, if it's a fucking headache or a stomachache or an ache or a pain, you can literally cure it. You can literally heal with your presence because when you are present, oh, your immune system is on, you're in your body, you're aware of this moment and it's, there is no stress.
1: Yep. And that is, that is a great way to live your life when you're just in the present moment and you know it's it's okay to think thoughts and to future project and visualize your goals and stuff like that but like if you're dwelling on something that happened in the past well you dwelling on that isn't going to change anything you have zero control over the past and if you're worried about something happening in the future well your worrying isn't going to do anything you have zero control over the future and how i always put it is that the future that we project in our mind that we make up, it's an illusion. It's just a present moment that's going to happen. And the past is just a present moment that's already happened. All that we have is the present moment. So when you start to become mindful, what's so powerful about this and how this sort of loops around and becomes a way of life and completely changes the trajectory of someone's life is that when you become mindful, And every single day you can sit yourself down and you can slow down your thoughts to a point to where you become aware of your thoughts. And then when you become aware of your thoughts, you can notice the space in between your thoughts. So let's say you're sitting down and you think about what you need to do that day, but you're aware of it and you watch that thought just disappear. You can't hold on to a thought. You can think a thought repeatedly. You can't hold on to a thought. A thought is this impulse. It's these neurons firing in your mind. So if you're just sitting there and your eyes are closed, become aware of that thought once you become aware of it you'll figure out where that thought goes and it just goes away right then there's space in between the next thought and what you can do is you can lengthen that amount of space in between each thought and that's why people are able to sit there and have no thoughts running through their head it's because it's a skill that -hmm. they practice and when you do that and you start to become so mindful These thoughts about the past and worries about the future, they just stop popping up. And it doesn't help you anyways. People people tend to think that worrying is productive. It's not. Why would you be worried? It means that you're thinking about a problem. And if you're thinking about a problem, you're just perpetuating that problem. You're increasing the likelihood of that problem coming up. So people think that they need to worry. You don't need to worry. Instead, you need to be solution-oriented. And if you're going to think at all, then think in terms of solutions. Because when you're thinking on the solution, that's when you can actually create the solution. You can't create the solution by just dwelling on a problem and worrying about it. It feels totally different too.
0: Yeah. And it's like, when you're dwelling on the problems, it's like, you're not even open to solutions. Your brain doesn't even allow you to see the solutions. And then when you become like open to the possibility of there even being a solution then it's the brain like your mind is always taking orders you know your your mind's job is to do exactly what you tell it to do so if you say like i want to find solutions now i want to be open to the possibility of solutions now then your brain will be like okay like here you go and like let's find all of the solutions that beforehand when you were in victim and you know totally like poor me and why is this happening to me in victim mentality and like totally closed off from any solutions and just dwelling on that problem or dwelling on your past whatever it may be it's like you can't you couldn't even see the positive you couldn't even see you know if you're dwelling on a problem you can't see the solutions if you're dwelling on all the negative you can't see the positive so it's we have to retrain ourselves and rewire and reprogram for best case scenario and this is something I teach to my clients it's like you can learn to view your past and not just see all the negative like you can see all of the beautiful fucking shit that happened there and use your memories for good instead of evil and you can do that same thing for your future you can think about the best case scenario like know, ask those empowering questions like, what if this was possible? What if I succeed? What if this actually comes true? And you can just literally just by asking those empowering questions instead of disempowering questions like, what if I fail? What if I can't do it? What if it doesn't work out? You know, it's how do you want to feel every day? Do you want to feel uplifted? Do you wanna be able to show up with energy and enthusiasm and confidence and get done what you wanna get done and really show up and play full out and be your best version? You don't have to be anyone else. Like this isn't about comparing yourself to others. It's just be the best version of you. Like just be yourself and, and look in the mirror. Like that is your competition, you know? not anyone else. It's
1: like, be your best you. I'm sure people are wondering, like, you know, you say, be your best you. And they're like, well, how do I do that? You know, how how do I start thinking better thoughts? How do I look towards my past and see all of the pain that I've gone through, the struggle I've gone through, all of the failures I've had? How do I either not bring that up and feel better because I don't bring that up and I bring up something else? Or how do I bring that up and think of it in a more empowering way and we already talked about the solution to that and that's mindfulness Mm -hmm. because whenever you're thinking towards your past and you're feeling negativity and you're if you're thinking about a failure that you had in your past or something that's going to stress you out coming up in your future you're thinking it that means that you're thinking a thought mindfulness is the management the awareness of those thoughts And just like how I said, one day I was walking to the gym and I had a bunch of negative thoughts pop up, but I was still, you know, I've been doing mindfulness every single morning. I was still the awareness of my thoughts. I became aware of those thoughts and I just watched them just go away. And if people don't, aren't able to understand what I mean by like watching them go away, then you just need to sit with yourself for an hour, like I said, and do nothing. And you will notice that your mind is constantly thinking It's constantly bringing up problems. It's it's trying to keep you safe. It is what it is. You know, there's, you can't say it's like this horrible thing. Like it's, it's there for a reason. But the thing is, when you're doing that, you're sitting there, you're completely fine. There's no danger around you in the present moment. Even if you have bills or something that you've been worrying about, or you don't like your job, well, you're not taking care of those bills right now like you sitting there for an hour isn't going to do anything to help those bills. Or I mean, it's going to do something actually in the long run to help those bills, but it's not going to cause any harm. Right. Like it's not gonna, if you don't like where you're at in life, sitting down for an hour, isn't going to make it any worse. It's right. only going to make it better because you're going to start to be able to rethink and you're going to start to rewire your mind and how it's functioning.
0: Yeah. So another what, thing. Oh yeah. Keep going
1: so so what we're saying is like with the mindfulness it's that if you want to think more empowering thoughts you want to think about yourself differently you want to sort of reframe your past to see how it's more empowering the mind mindfulness is a way to do that and it's it just it helps you be able to manage those thoughts that are unconsciously always popping up to start to replace them with better feeling thoughts with more empowering thoughts and to suppress and like stop the ones from coming up or to realize that it's not important to dwell on negative things and when you do that every day you'll start to notice that the percentage of negative thoughts to the percentage of positive thoughts start changing you start thinking more and more positive thoughts you start thinking less and less negative thoughts
0: yeah absolutely because it's you know a habit and it's what you're wired for and you can totally reprogram and another thing i want to add to what you were saying is A lot of people think that they have to do it alone and so if this sounds overwhelming to anyone like just know that both david and i were exactly where you are now and a huge part of our journey was also seeking out mentors who knew exactly how to help us and were that guide and you know seeking out somebody who you know, ha- already has the kind of lifestyle and the life and the inner peace and that just like confidence that you want is going to get you there so much faster. And like, I it just, it's such a trip and it's so mind blowing to me why people think that they, number one, have to do it alone. Or number two, like, can't ask for help when they need it or think that that's not cool. When like, we were never meant to do anything alone. If you think about like, you know, humans in the past, like we all lived in tribes and there was always, you know, there was every single person had their role and responsibility and we all relied on each other. And in this day and age, it's like that community feeling or that feeling that like, you know, the ego always wants to count all the ways why we're separate and why our problems are bigger than everyone else's. Like my problem is bigger than hers. And you know, Kelsey and David, like they don't understand because they didn't go through X or they had it easier than I did. And so I just want to invite you, like invite listeners to number one, like check that ego because that's your ego trying to convince you that you're separate. And convince you that your problems are bigger and it's harder for you when it's not. Like we both fucking struggled. Like we had to go through like shit as well. And that's just part of the journey. Life is always going to be life, but there's just no point in, in trying to like just rely on books and YouTube videos. I think that's like a great addition to your healing journey to your development but i don't think that should be the only thing that you do
1: i agree yeah yeah. i mean people can do personal development every day and i've actually got this whole thing going on where i'm telling people to stop just regular personal development for a while because the issue is People are reading book after book after book, and if they feel like they've got a money issue, right? These are, these their thoughts are popping up all the time in their throughout their day, and they're thinking about money negatively, right? So they're like, okay, I have a money issue. I got some blockages or something. So I need to read this book. This person said that this book's going to help me with that, so that I can then like you know think differently about money. The thing is, like these thoughts that you're thinking every day about money is these neurons that they're already connected in your mind. And, like, reading a book will have you form, like, new neurons maybe and, like, new understandings of things, but, like, those are still there. That belief that you have about money is still there. And reading a book isn't necessarily going to get rid of it. The issue is, and why I tell people to stop personal development, at least for a bit, is because people are trying to fix themselves with it. They're, they're noticing something going on, and they're saying, well, I need to – like, I need to – um I need to read this book. I need to listen to this, this YouTube video, whatever it is. And they're doing it with the intention of fixing themselves, though. They're, they're, they're already seeing themselves as broken or that something's wrong with them. And if they're seeing themselves as broken or that something's wrong with them, in their reality, they are broken. In their reality, something is wrong with them. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter how many books that person reads. In their reality, something's wrong with them.
0: Yep, they're not, they're not worthy. They're not deserving. And so it's always getting back to that root of self-worth because self-worth determines everything. It's all connected. If you have a money issue, if you like the way you do everything is, anything is the way you do everything. So if you can't receive financially, then You know, there's always gonna, it's always gonna reflect in some other area of your life because it's a self worth issue, not because it's a money issue, not because it's a relationship issue or a business issue, you know, or a health issue. It's all based on your level of self worth because if you truly believed that you were worthy and deserving and enough, just because you are alive and breathing, you are enough you know what I'm saying? Like, Then you would literally have everything that your heart desired and you would be living a life so aligned and like wake up just fucking excited and like so much energy. and And it's not because you're not good enough. It's not because you're dumb or anything like that. It's just because of your past programming and the programs and stories that you That were downloaded into you just like an app right on your phone they were downloaded into you growing up and so that's why it's it's so important to get to that root and understand like what's actually going on so then with the awareness you can actually step into a new level of self-worth and you don't have to do it alone you can get guidance and you can seek help
1: yeah And a mentor can get to that root, and they can change that self-belief in a day, less than a day. It it takes no time at all for me to be able to help somebody realize that they're worthy. Like, because I see it, Mm -hmm. and once I see it in somebody, and same with you, once you see it in somebody, you realize that they're perfect how they are.
0: Yeah, because nothing wrong with them. See that in yourself, right? You know that within yourself. And so then you, you can see that worth in other people. It's like right. you, can only help, you can only help people to the level that you've helped yourself, to the level of the personal growth that you have yourself.
1: Right. And to sort of sum it up then, bringing all of this together, it's that the reason why I know that every single person is perfect, wonderful, limitless, full of potential. The reason why I know that they can live their life on their own terms, they can overcome fear, they can overcome procrastination, everything that they desire, they can achieve it. The reason why I know that is because they are not their thoughts. And if they, they they're not their beliefs, and they're not their emotions, they are the awareness, they are the consciousness that is be, that is able to become aware of these thoughts, these beliefs, and these emotions. And the moment that a single belief change changes within some, any individual, you've got an individual here, this person believes that he's not worthy, that he's a procrastinator, that he's not going to achieve his dreams, he believes that. Well, those beliefs are just neurons that continuously fire in his mind. They're just thoughts. They're just repetitious thoughts. Well, you take that same person and you change, you prune those neurons, you get them to change, you get them to stop firing, those thoughts will stop popping up, the beliefs are no longer there. The emotions that come along with those beliefs and those thoughts are no longer there. So who is that person? Does that person did that person ever really have any issues? Or were they perfect all along and they just had to change their beliefs? The neurons in their mind like everybody's perfect this is just how our minds are functioning telling us who we are what we're capable of what we can achieve what we can create in our life it's all just made up stuff we're all limitless yeah you just got to get inside the mind and change it
0: yeah it's i love that so much it's just you're uncovering the truth that's already there the truth within you that's always been there it's not about trying to become something It's just uncovering who you truly are.
1: <sighs> right. And that person has no limits. Exactly that person, you can't put a,
0: a can't, free, worthy, okay. yep. deserving, strong, like literally insert anything that you ever want.
1: <laughs> yep. And it you know, the reason why I tell people that I've gone through decades of OCD and anxiety. And it was hellish in my mind. The reason why I tell people that is because if I can do it after doing that, then you most certainly can. Like if you don't have OCD, if you don't have like crazy bad anxiety or something, like you got this. And even if you do have OCD, obviously you got this because I did it and you can do it way faster than I did. It didn't take me two decades to overcome it. It took me like one profound moment when I realized that I was not my thoughts and I disconnected myself with them, doing what I told everybody to do today. Like it's, it's a secret. You know, if there's ever gonna be a secret, it's like disconnect yourself from these crappy thoughts that you think. Yeah. And then when you disconnect yourself from it, they won't pop up as often. You won't be feeding into them. The strong emotions won't be continuing that wired connection. And when that happens, that's when your neurons prune themselves. They disconnect. And when they disconnect, they can't fire.
0: Exactly. Then you won't
1: be thinking those thoughts.
0: It's so amazing because it's like, this is exactly what I preach and what I teach my clients, maybe with different words. Right. And it's so beautiful that we are two completely different people. We have two completely different backgrounds, but we have both come to the same conclusion, the same like truth because it's truth with a capital fucking T. And like, we've done the work, we've done the mindfulness, we've done the inner work and the personal growth to uncover that truth that's always been within us. And it's like, maybe we use a little di- different words. Maybe I say embodied, you know, to say the present moment and getting out of your head and into the present moment. And you use more technical terms and neural, like neurons and your neural pathways and everything like that, but it's it's, the same thing. It's truth. Mm-hmm. It, oh, so amazing. Yep. This was so cool. Um, so I'd love to. I'd love for people to know where to find you on social media. Uh, where, yeah, where they can find you. Where they can find what you're up to. If you have anything going on. I know you're working on a course.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I can say that. I don't yeah. know. <laughs>
1: Near completion. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, so they can find me on Instagram at David Weber underscore passionate. So it's Weber is spelled W E B E R. So David Weber underscore passionate is my username. Um, and yeah, I've got a course that can go to AlterMyParadigm.com, www.altermyparadigm.com, and paradigm is spelled P A R A D I G M. And you'll learn more Thank about you. that there.
0: Awesome! Yes. This was so much fun. This was so cool. Thank you so much for coming on and being my first ever on my podcast. It's so awesome.
1: I'm humbled. Yep, yeah, that was great. I Some know. important truths were spoken.
0: Yeah, so much truth. Mic drop. Well, David, thank yep. you so much, and I can't wait to talk to you again soon. Love you.
1: Thank you. Love you too
0: thanks for listening to at peace within if you enjoyed this episode i would love for you to find me on itunes and write me a review there and send this episode to someone you think would resonate feel free to follow me on instagram at seek traveler if you're not already remember you have the power within you to transform yourself and your life you are the master of your own inner peace you are powerful beyond measure and i believe in you